Hello, and welcome to this Tulsa edition of the Low Key Podcast. Episode 38. This episode is sponsored by Justin's. Justin's creates a nut butter that's naturally delicious with flavors like honey, maple, chocolate, and vanilla. Now, if you have a sweet tooth, go try their peanut butter cups, which come in milk chocolate and dark chocolate. So go to Justin's and get a tasty treat. Now, without further ado, Sam Westhoff. It's nice, it's easy, it's low-key. Let's get started. guys and welcome to another episode of Low Key. I am here with Sam Westhoff. He's a local musician in the Tulsa area. How you doing, man? I'm I'm pretty darn good, man. How are yeah. you? Good. Good. I'm glad you're on the Low Key podcast. So welcome. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um funny thing, we actually saw each other last night at the Young Vines, I believe. Yeah. How'd you like that show? It was kicking, man. Yeah, they had they had it was a big bill too. They had Roots of Thought play before them and Manta Rays, and then I missed the first guy, but he was an acoustic guy. Okay. Yeah, Chris something. Heard he's good. Oh. Yeah, great I, I, I only came for the young vines. Yeah, I, I was like coming in late, and it was storming, and it was raining, and it was just crazy. Yeah, no, it was good. It was a good one. Yeah. That, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What, what got you into music originally? Um, when I was eight, my parents pulled the whole piano thing. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they put me in piano lessons, and then I did classical piano for about 12 years. And um, and then after that, I just kind of, I started along the way. I, I kept trying to quit, but they'd never let me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I started picking up other instruments on the way to just kind of keep myself from hating music. <laughs> it, just was, like, it just totally wasn't my thing. Um, so then, you know, I, I picked up guitar and drums and, and bass, and, and then... I started singing when I was 19, so like two years ago. Um, yeah, and whenever, whenever I, I, I left, I went to college for a year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, dro- I dropped out of college because I wanted to, and then I'm, I got an opportunity in, in England, actually. So I went and interned at a record label in England, and then they kind of helped me learn how to sing and stuff. That's cool. How yeah. how what would you would you do basically in this internship in England? That internship was uh, it was actually really cool because the way it worked out was that it was uh, I would go and they would teach me the whole the whole side of uh, recording, mixing, producing, and songwriting. But they used wow. me as an example. So they they took some of the rough songs that I made. They helped me finish them, polish them up, and then taught me how to record and mix them and all that. So it was kind of like a um, starting at zero and getting to the record like the whole process so it's super cool that is really cool yeah. did was is, was there anything personally that you loved about england i mean everything yeah. in england right. probably <laughs> awesome. <laughs> right no england is just it's a different it's a whole different thing um they're just slow they're slower over there like they just take the time they know how to relax really well hmm. um now london is a different story london's like worse than new york city it's like just crazy chaos but I was right outside of Oxford, and um, yeah, they they just they just they they just move slower. Everything's at a slower pace, less stress. 
yeah, it was a nice change of scene. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. really cool. I, I hope to someday venture out there and check out England oh, yeah. and London. The, oh, yeah. The area would be cool. And see Big Ben, of course. Of course. So, yeah. It's still there. Yeah. That's a big one. <laughs> that would be the biggest one to go check out. Yeah. What makes you passionate about music, or what do you personally love about being in music? Um, man, I think, I, you know, I, I ask myself this question pretty periodically, um, and it's kind of a tough one, uh, but I think where I'm landing at right now is that, that it, it just feels like a really effective way to communicate, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like it portrays, it's the best way that I can portray my emotions, so I'm a like sold out introvert, like hardcore introvert, um, uh, but, and like I would rather just talk through music than just sit and talk you know what I yeah. mean so so I just find myself like whenever I write it's just like this is what I want to say about this whole like section of my life you know mm. so it's just kind of a, a fun way to like communicate and portray what's going on like over an entire section or season of my life whatever you want to call it mm. so right now that's kind of like that's kind of the, the most like top joy of it I'd yeah say. It's funny because like meeting you, you don't you don't look like an introvert. You, you seem much more like an extrovert. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I try hard for that. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. That's funny. What what motivates you to keep staying in music or, or wanting to be in music or creating music? Um, I'm not really good at anything else. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have a plan B. Yeah. This is this is kind of my plan A, and it's the only plan I have. So the the motivation is um, homelessness. I really don't want to be a homeless person. <laughs> so that's, 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 that's the biggest... That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I mean, obviously, I just love it. It's mm -hmm. just it's just a ton of fun. It's it's kind of like... Um, it's like a drug, man. It's really weird. It's yeah. Especially playing live. Like I've, I've talked to a lot of musicians about it. It's like playing live, you get this weird high. It's like... It's a super strange thing. And yeah, it's... It's kind. Of, it's kind. Of, it's just addicting. It really is. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. I bet. Like, if I probably started playing music, and was on stage, I would probably get addicted. Yeah. To it. For yeah. sure. But I'm not musically or talented or inclined. That was like totally yeah. fine. So yeah. I mean, maybe someday I'll play something. But yeah. yeah. Hey, if everybody was, nobody would be. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What do you feel as a musician is your biggest struggle? Biggest what, struggle? Yeah. What what is what is the toughest thing for you being in music or creating Sam yeah. Westhoff the band or? Um, biggest struggle is making sure that I don't I don't write to to top myself on the last thing I wrote. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like like this last year was the first first time that like um, I started gaining somewhat of a following. You know, mm -hmm. um, and then like one song of mine stuck out to a lot of people is called somebody else and yeah that's a great and, song thank you man yeah. um and that that was a that was like a big struggle for a while making like because there was this first thought of like oh people actually like this song so so now maybe i just need to write a ton more songs like that song you know that was the first thought so that constant struggle of trying to make sure that i'm not just trying to outdo myself but still mm -hmm. sticking to writing to communicate something so the the motive of writing like is always this constant struggle to make sure that you're doing it hmm. for the right reason instead of doing it to get like the right applause or or to make it sound cool and trendy whatever you know yeah yeah that's awesome sure. 
Yeah, because a lot of I've listened to a lot of your songs, yeah. and um, one of my favorites is somebody else. Awesome. But but one of the things I love about like your music is that I, I think when I listen to each song, there's a different feel to it or different different right. vibe or or something. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah that, that's good words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the the cool thing is like they have their different personalities to them. Yeah. And that that's what I love. Like um, my favorite. Three songs by you are somebody else um, running. I've I've listened to that song a ton this week. <laughs> Thank you. Man. And then um, the the one the first time I said hello, I think it's yeah. Since I said hello. Since I said hello. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've been listening to that one. Oh man, it's the old one. Thank you. Yeah. So um, they're they're great, and I mean you, you're. Dude. You're you're a great musician. And I love listening to you. Again. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> totally that. Totally not trying to fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. No worries. Um, what what would you say has if there is any musician has inspired you in any way or or band? Yeah. Um. Man, biggest biggest inspiration is Ray Charles for sure. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Cause my wow. so my dad was a a Christian radio DJ my whole my whole childhood. Right. Up until I was 18, actually. Um, and so growing up with my dad being a Christian radio DJ, that's all I listened to up until I was like 12. So I was like just super into that whole uh, Christian heavy metal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like that's a scary phase. So, um, and Ray Charles was the, he was the dude that got me out of that phase. Hmm. So I, I discovered George on my mind. It freaked me out. Like, it was just awesome. It was, like, the first time where I felt, like, like raw emotion come from a song. Yeah. And it just got me hooked. So, Ray Charles is my biggest inspiration, without a doubt. And then I'm super into Sam Cooke and Bill Withers. And um, and then also, like, the old-school folk Americana type scene. Like, Ray LaMontagne is one of my faves, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Super good. And... Amos Lee and Nora Jones, so it's kind of that that circle too. Um, so it does the soul and then uh, folk type thing. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because you you got a little little folk and kind of soul. Yeah. In in a lot of your music that yeah, that I've, I mean that I personally hear that that I feel like yeah they switch off they do it's it's kind of um, this record so we have I have my my first debut record coming out soon i'm gonna announce the release date here in a couple weeks um but but uh we feel like we're finally getting because this last record you know there's somewhere it's like okay this is definitely more folky and this is definitely more soulful mm -hmm. and like our biggest dream is to to mash the two sounds completely together to like make this soul folk or whatever you want to call it type <laughs> thing you know um in this record we feel like we're getting closer you know well, obviously there's it's, we haven't arrived, and if you ever feel like you've arrived, you're probably really far off. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah, this this next record, we're kind of getting closer to mashing that sound of soul and folk. That's awesome. Working on it. That's really cool. Thanks. Um, what what song or or songs to you um, have kind of a a deep meaning? For you and what yeah. what songs like hit you really hard that you've made? Oh, that I've made? Yeah. Um. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um. Man, I think uh, obviously. So somebody else is a big one for me. Uh, that was one of 
the first songs I wrote that I, that one, I was like super, like creatively happy with, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, not totally satisfied, but just like creatively happy with it. And it, it was it was a whole new way of writing because the chorus is actually a, a flip point of view. So like the song, the verse is from the point of a, a guy and the chorus is actually from the viewpoint of a girl. Really? And then there's one line in between the verse and the chorus that uh, switches the perspective. Um, mm. so, so the whole writing process of that was, that one was kind of cool. And it, it came from a true story too. So those like kind of, you know, whenever you write from a true story, it, it hits you harder. Yeah. Um, so that that one for sure helped me find you. That was actually the first song I ever wrote and then redid for this for my last EP. Um, and so there's like a special little place. It's not like I I like the song, but it's not like nearly the best thing I've written. But since it's like the first song I wrote, it kind of has this this little soft spot for me. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I would say those two songs are probably the ones that hit me the hardest. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. Um so can you describe for me like cuz you're 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 in the Tulsa music scene obviously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Um how, how have you seen it grow and where where do you see it kind of going? Yeah. Um Tulsa music scene. That's like that's an interesting thing, man. Um It has so I just think it has one it has a ton of potential. Um I've been here a year and a half, uh, like a year and three months now, right? Um, I mean, the amount it's grown just in a year is pretty freaking huge. Yeah. Um, just with the, like, the amount of good artists that are coming out, you know, because we've always had a bunch of artists in Tulsa. It's just kind of been like a thing. There's always been musicians, but like, they're just getting, they're all getting so good. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, the Young Vines show last night, like, the Young Vines, Roots of Thought, Manta Rays, they're all just like, what in the world, man? They're mm -hmm. just super good. Um, so you're just we're just starting to see that turnover rate of like, like Tulsa's creating really good musicians now. It's like really cool thing. Um, yeah. And I've, that's that's grown immensely in the past year and a half. Um, but right now I think Tulsa's like, like you know when you're growing your hair out, okay. <laughs> and, and you're at that awkward spot where it's like cut off right at your <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you're gonna be cool. Yeah. You'll get there. You just gotta keep going. So Tulsa kind of seems like that awkward bowl cut right now. Yes. Where, where like two years, it's like okay, that guy has cool hair. I think that's what it's like. Oh, I love that metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like right now. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 do you personally love about the Tulsa music scene? Um. So the Tulsa music scene, out of, out of, so I've, I've moved four times in the past four years, right? Wow. Um, and this is the longest I've lived in a, in a place, and, and, and out of all the places I've lived, Tulsa has uh, the most local support, like, than any place I've, I've lived, right? Um, so it, it how, how it kind of, the interesting thing about it is that people are just going to shows that they don't even know who they are like they've mm -hmm. never listened to the music before but they're just like walking downtown see the vanguard doors open and just kind of like walk in and like that's mm -hmm. just super rad and like people are su really supportive here and they like actually come to shows and all that stuff and yeah that's not always normal yeah <laughs> yeah so and it's the and the competition is also another thing because um if you if you look at uh, like 
Nashville, like Portland, Austin. It's like just intense competition across the board. Yeah. But here, like, like granted, there's always a level of competition and take it or leave it. I'd rather leave it. Um, but bands are even supporting each other, which is cool. You know, it's like that is awesome. Like, like the last show I played, like the Young Vines came to the last show I played, and that's like that's just a cool thing. You know, it's like there's not like this. Uh, we're gonna be better or more famous than you or whatever. It's like, mm. no, we're just gonna support each other because it's all just a big hustle. Everyone's just hustling. So, yeah. yeah, there's a super even and fair support across the board, I think. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah. You, you said you said you've been tra- like you've only lived here for a year. Yeah. What are some of the, the uh, other cities you've been to and kind of describe like yeah. the difference in in the music scene here compared to there yeah um so so it was so i moved to indianapolis for my senior year old anderson and did college in anderson but then i didn't really do music there when i first started really doing music is when i moved to a town called bister outside of oxford in uk um and i would i would play in oxford like twice a month or so um and oxford oxford's music scene is really interesting too um, it's actually very supportive um, because it's a smaller place, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, technically, it's way bigger than Tulsa, but it's like the idea of England as a whole, it's it's rather small, right? Yeah. Um, population is huge, but since it's small, they're kind of, they're very prideful of what's in their country and what comes out of their country, so they're very supportive over there, too. Um, but, but... Uh, there's, I, I didn't, the thing I noticed about Oxford is, I, and I was one of them, um, but it's mo, it's mainly people that don't live there are actually playing there. Huh. I didn't meet a lot of people that live in Oxford that are doing music. Granted, there's a ton. I just didn't meet any. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, so that was interesting. That's That was very different from Tulsa. And then I, I flew from Oxford to Denver. I moved to Denver for about seven I months. I love Denver. Oh, yeah. And I was interning at a studio over there. And the music scene in Denver is just whack, man. It's weird. Um, obviously, not trying to like make it sound bad, but I just didn't. I didn't enjoy it yeah. at all. Um, super, super. In a, it's a big punk scene, um, big punk really? and metal scene. Yeah, which is super surprising. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously, weed's a thing over there. Yeah. And you just you just see a lot of high bands playing. And man, high bands just. Are always worse than sober bands. <laughs> that's just like a thing, you know. Yeah. And and there's you know there's a lot of music roundtables that I went to, and there's like debates about if weed is actually helping the music scene or if it's making it worse. Really? Every, yeah. And everybody that smokes weed thinks it's definitely helping, right? <laughs> yeah. Everybody that doesn't, it's clear that it's not. It's yeah. like so so Denver has its its own crap. It's kind of got to work through, I think, to to get to where it could be. Hmm. Um, because I, in my opinion, uh, musicians uh, smoking like before they play, it's just like you're not gonna go anywhere. Like you've topped out type thing. You yeah. Know what I mean, um, huh. so that that was a big bummer about Denver. It's like, yeah, just the, especially you know the arts arts and drug scene are tend to be related a lot. Yeah. Um, so that was a big downer about Denver. I left there pretty quick. Um, then I went to Indianapolis. Indianapolis feels like a, um, like you're stuck in an airport. Like you missed your flight. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I love man. The people in Indianapolis are great. Hmm. Um, I love Indian. Like I love Indianapolis people. 
Um, the place feels very stuck, in my opinion. Hmm. Obviously, my opinion is just my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I felt very stuck while I was there. And the music scene there feels very just compromised. Like, we'll just, we'll just stay here. It's very low-key. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's not a lot of hopes and dreams. Yeah. Now, this is... I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying all <laughs> yeah. of this. I have a lot of friends that are in Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, and I have a lot of friends that were musicians in Indianapolis, but they, they all moved. Yeah. Right? Um, and they're doing super well, like super well. Um, but I, I didn't really like indie um so tall yeah so the, the like in con, 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 uh, contrast and comparison to tulsa it's like if you take all the good things from the places i've lived tulsa kind of has all of them really just cool yeah it's just very yeah. young yeah you know so yeah it's cool so you, you feel like you can really grow here or you you've yeah. grown grown here musically and stuff yeah for sure yeah without a doubt i've 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 grown faster here than I have anywhere else. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um, where do you see kind of like your future or like your future in music or where where you want to go? Um, what What are your hopes and dreams? <laughs> what are my hopes go? and dreams? Yeah. Right. Uh, hopes and dreams, man. Boy, oh boy. Uh, sometimes my hopes and dreams are just like make it to tomorrow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and I did that today, so I made it here. So that's good. <laughs> but I guess overarching hopes and dreams is that I really just want to be able to play my music how, how I want to play it um, with with guys that I really click with mm -hmm. um, and have that be my full-time job. Like, I want to be able to pay my bills with music. Yeah. Um, but with my own music. I don't, I don't necessarily... I don't, I don't want to do the bar cover scene. I did that for a while. I did that while I was in Denver. Um, I just didn't click with it, um, which is a bummer because that's a thing. You could pay your bills with doing that mm -hmm. really well. Um, yeah. I have a lot of friends that do that, and it's like they're killing it. Um, but it, I just didn't click with it. So the hopes and dreams, man, would just be be able to play my music exactly how I want to play it um, and pay bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's the basic thing. Yeah, that's like the basic. I just want to get there, and then I'll figure out what I'm doing from that point. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, what when when you play music? Yeah. What do you want people to hear? Like what? What do you want when when you create a song or you're creating something or you're playing on stage? Like, right. What do you want somebody to feel or hear or what do you want to portray towards them yeah. or say to them? <clears throat> um. I guess over, like over, let's say overarching. Um, I would really, I would like authenticity has to be number one. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I always say that uh, imperfection always, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, passion always tops imperfection, right? Okay. So it's, it's kind of like this, this thing. It's like if we can just go up and play, whether my voice cracks, or my string breaks or whatever, but if we're like passionate and you're feeling the authenticity of it, then mm -hmm. it worked. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So like whenever I say we, I'm talking about my brother Hugh and John Pierce. Um, <clears throat> they play with me. So, so like, like our goal is just we want you guys to feel like the authenticity of it because for us it's very authentic. Like we're we're invested into these songs, right? And like mm -hmm. we want you guys to feel like you're a part of it. Like that 
Like we want you to feel like whenever we sing the line, I'll never love somebody else. Like I want you to feel what like that feels like when I say it. Yeah. If I can portray it correctly, you'll be able to feel what I'm feeling. Mm. Right. So the goal is just to be transparent, crystal clear, authentic so that you can experience exactly what we're experiencing. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's the goal. Is, is there, (laughs) is there a music festival that you've, you've played in that you've absolutely loved playing at? Man, we played Hop Jam last year. That was a blast. Yeah. That was just a ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Because, uh, you know, because Young Vines played with us too. Nightingale played. Um, then obviously Reverb played the main stage. Yeah, it was just a, it was just a blast. Yeah. Um, You're trying to get votes for... Yeah, yeah. We got, we got uh, added to the top 12. So we, we possibly could play again this year. We nice. Just, with the Hanson Brothers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be Hanson, Mayor Hawthorne, Congos, um, some other crazy cool bands that I'm drawing a blank on right now. But yeah, it's gonna be a good one. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I'll see you at Hobjack because I'll be there. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll be there regardless, so yeah. I'll probably see. You. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So cool. Well, how can how can people um, find you or reach out or listen to your music? Um. I have a website, so you can, it's just samwestoff.com. Okay. Um, and, and, and I'll also Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is samwestoffmusic with underscores in between each word. And then Facebook is just samwestoff. Okay. And then iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, whatever, all yeah. that jazz. Do you, is there, is there one more question before we yeah. go? Um, I know a lot of bands, like local bands, do this. Is there yeah. a favorite cover song that you've you've played? <laughs> <laughs> favorite cover, man. It's No Diggity. No, yeah. I, I saw you guys play yeah. that. You played that at like Ida Red. Or yeah, something like that, that was yeah. for a release show last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, we just yeah. That one that one has a small story to it because whenever me and Hugh first played with John, we moved back here last February, and we had a gig in at the Notre Dame campus in Indiana. Okay. Um, like two weeks after we moved here, we are like, okay, we don't have a drummer. We need a drummer. And then we met John, like we were at somebody's house and he just kind of started playing. And then we were like, do you just want to come up with us? Like, we have no idea what we're doing. He's down. And so we just kind of <laughs> drove up. On our way up, Hugh plays this version of No Diggity by Chet Faker. Oh um, yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, it's so amazing. good. Oh yeah. yeah, super slick. So we're kind of listening to it and then it ends and we're like, you guys just want to try it at the gig? And like, we've never played it before. It's three chords the whole time, so it's super easy. Um, and John just heard it for the first time and he was super down and he was down. We're like, we'll just try it. So, <laughs> so at the end of the gig, we just kind of played it and it totally clicked. That's awesome. So yeah, that's by far our most fun cover song. Yeah, that's a that's a fun song to... I think in a crowd, like everybody goes nuts. On oh that yeah, song. yeah, 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 for sure. And currently, we're working on a version of "Toxic" by Britney Spears. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be beautiful uh, when it happens. It'll yeah. be fun, dude. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, I've I've heard like, because um, I used to listen to hardcore music a lot. Okay. Hardcore's like punk goes pop. Have for you sure. Ever listen to those? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a uh, there's "Toxic" on there. Yeah. Let's do one. When they did covers like that, I was like, what? That yeah. sounds cool. Yeah, totally. It's, it's interesting when music gets changed to a different version mm-hmm. or like style, which is really yeah. cool. Like when you guys did No Diggity, right. it's 
it's not like a rap song. It's like a slow like yeah. guitar. Yeah. It's really cool. It, it sounds the, amazing. Some songs like really like breathe whenever like you slow them down or or make a minimalistic or something, you know? Like Toxic, we're learning it's like it's a really good song, man. Like, yeah. like melody line lyrics, like it's actually a super good song. It's like, I mean, it's Britney Spears, but it's yeah. like, it's funny. It's like super breathing whenever you play it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to thank you for being on Loki. Oh, thanks um, for having me, man. Yeah. I hope people check you out and listen to your music. Me too. I, I think it's fantastic and great. And thanks. I think if they don't listen to it, they're dumb and stupid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Well, I'll catch you later. You bet. So, see you later. Thanks again, guys, for listening to the Low Key Podcast. Now, I want to thank Sam Westhoff for being on the Low Key Podcast. Go check out his music on iTunes. Go check out his website. Go like and follow his Instagrams and, and Facebook. And go listen to his music. Guys, if you subscribe to this podcast, write a review and give us a rating because that helps us out. And if you listen to this podcast and you're not subscribed, subscribe to us on iTunes. Also, go check out what's going on with our website. Go like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Well, that's it from Low Key Land, guys. It's nice. It's easy. It's low key. Thank you.